Here's a little sneak peek on what's to come in today's episode with Teresa Rose, the firehouse medium. Random and quirky things. What does that mean? Like, So what happens is, is, is like, okay, I'll give an example. I always give this example. When I was sitting with a lady, uh, her mom passed, her mom was coming through, and she told me to talk about ear hair. And, I, and in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, what? I'm like, what? You want me to say it to my spirit lady? And I'm like, you want me to say it? She's like, yes, tell her about ear hair. <laughs> so I did. And she's like, oh, my God. Well, her dad that's still alive, which was her husband, she was always on him about trimming the hair in his ear. Oh, my stars. <laughs> and you know what? You can't make that stuff No, up. no, you can't. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Teresa, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to Something Super Spiritual, the podcast. It's so great to meet you. Thank you, Jeff. And thank you for having me. It's, uh, I'm, I'm super excited about today. Awesome. So, you know what? Let's get started right at the beginning. Most people ask me, how did this happen with you? And there are so many of us where our stories are either, I, I heard spirit when I was in the crib at three years old, or I was middle-aged and I had a trauma, somebody died, or I had a near-death experience, or I became attuned to Reiki, like myself. So what is your story? Where did this start to happen in your world? So since about four years old, I could sense and feel spirit. Um, I didn't tell anybody, and and honestly, I pushed it away. But I also knew that I wanted to be a firefighter at the age of four years old. I even knew what city I was going to be on. Um, so I, I did, uh, long story short, I did become a career firefighter. I was injured and I had to retire. And then literally two months later, my dad had passed. And then all of this came full circle. Your dad passed two months after you retired. I had to retire. Yeah. Because of an injury. Oh, wow. It's those life, life things that happen in your life that totally transform and shift your life. And it was a difficult time for me, Jeff, to be honest. I was really in a dark place. I mean, I'm, I'm grieving the loss of my my career mm-hmm. and my passion and my dream. Mm-hmm. And then literally like two months later, my dad passed. So I was really, I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. And I felt, and I didn't know what grief was. I didn't know what I was going through. I couldn't name it. I didn't know what it was. Going back as a child then, at four years old, you knew you were going to be a firefighter. Yes. Did that come from seeing firefighters on TV or in, in your, was somebody a firefighter in your life or how did you know? No, I'm first generation for everything. As far as I, I know, I'm the first firefighter ever in, in, in my generation or in my life. I mean, I don't know anybody wow. no ancestors or anything or firefighters as well as a medium. Okay. That's amazing. At four years old, you felt spirit. How did that manifest for you? How did you, did you know what it was back then? Or looking back, do you realize what you knew? I, I did not know what it was. Um, I, I just knew it, it scared me. Mm-hmm. And um, I also knew that 
I was different, but I, again, I didn't tell anybody um, and, and, and f- out of fear. Yeah. So I literally just pushed it away, pushed it away. But I always been very intuitive and like, you know, things you don't know how you know them. You just know them. Yeah. And, uh, and until like after my dad passed and like I said, things came full circle and it's just like, wow. All right. So fast forward then to the loss of your career and then the loss of your father within within those two massive life events what were the synchronicities that led you those clues those breadcrumbs from spirit that you were like okay i get it now this is where i'm going so what happened was um after my dad had passed and um again i didn't know i didn't know what i was going through i didn't know i didn't even know what grief was i mean i knew what grief was but i didn't know i was going through i didn't i couldn't name it um, but I was up late one evening and I saw something on actually on Facebook um, and I did a guided meditation. And it was in that moment when I did that guided meditation <clears throat> that I, it felt like I fell like 100 feet. But actually, it was my third eye opening up. Sure. And then then I could I could sense. And it's like that vibration. But, you know, when spirit comes through us, it's that vibration, frequency and that energy. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like that voice. You could pick up the phone and you could hear somebody's voice and you automatically know who it is. Like I knew that was my dad. I just had to get used to the new voice. Yes. The vibration. Um, and so my dad was like coming to me and guiding me. So he's to this day, he's my spirit guide. I, I feel that I guides that. me, and he's part of this whole process. OK, so after your dad passes. You go through this meditation, you're like, boom, have this whole new set of senses. Then what? And then it scared me. <laughs> I'm sure. It did. It scared <laughs> me. It did. Um, I, I like if anybody knows me, I am a big chicken. Like, turn on the lights, you know, check in the closet, under yeah. the bed, you know, all those kid things. Um, but I, you know, it but I trusted my dad. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't again, it, it it took him his passing for me to go, okay, there's 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 life after life. Let let's and he was relentless. I'm not kidding, Jeff. Like he told me I was gonna be doing this work and I said, No, I'm not. And he said, Yes, you are, and I said, No, I'm not. Well, here we sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Like that's just that's <laughs> awesome. So you're scared, and that's totally normal. How how did you get started then? I mean, you so you're like, okay, I have. I, I I get it. I understand what's going on. Did you join a circle? Did you find a mentor? Did you? I did. I did have a, I, I did at the time. I did have a mentor um, that showed me of what not to do, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did. And, and with, with my dad and continuing the medita- med- meditations and things, and it was a lot of reading. I was guided to read so many fa- fabulous books. Totally. Mm-hmm. And that. that just kind of, uh, and things happen quickly. When I said things opened up, I mean, they was like now. And I was like, oh, this is good. What is happening to me? What's oh, happening yeah. in my life? Like, what mm-hmm. is going on? What is wrong with me? Right. Mm-hmm. But it, it was none of those things. It was, it was spirit, my spirit guides, my dad. All right. This is the next step. This is the next step. Things are opening up. Let's do this. Let's do this. Do you remember any particular book that was, that was the big aha for you? Yes. So it was actually before I even seen um, did the guided meditation. Um, my very first book was Poof of Heaven. Okay. And I actually read that book and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is pretty amazing. Um, and then after that, again, I was still in, in the, in this dark place. And, that, and that's when I seen the, the, um, the, the, the guided meditation and then things really opened up and Jeff and it was, it's been, it's been a process and it's been amazing too, as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I totally relate. I totally relate. 
So did you just, did you create a website? Did, did you do practice sessions with people and, and then how did it grow? Yeah. So I, I, I connected with, um, she called herself a healer. She was a healer and I, um, started working with her a little bit. And then I was just getting all this information and people are like, Oh my gosh, that's my so-and-so that's my so-and-so that, and that's how I really kind of honed in and on, on spirit. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is your loved ones. And I'm like, and that's when I realized, Oh my gosh, I'm a medium. And I didn't want to call that. I didn't want to call myself that I didn't want to say, Oh my gosh. Cause there's a lot of people that say they're a medium and they're, they're, they're not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And I was like, so I, I, I pushed, I even kind of wanted to push that away. I was like, no, I'm not. Why me? Why pick me? Why me? Why would I be quote unquote blessed? But mm -hmm. you know what, Jeff, it, it's through our darkest days and our darkest moments. And if there's a way I could serve somebody in a different capacity and serve spirit and serve, you know, people here and bringing forth that evidence and validation that we are eternal, then mm -hmm. Here I am. Oh, I just so, got chili bumps. I'm, just gave me chili bumps everywhere. Thank you. That's yeah. yeah so I'm beautiful. I'm going to I'm going to show up a 100 percent and um and I and I'm doing this in honor of my father as well. Ah, oh, beautiful. What happened next? That so you you start taking on clients. Um, I'm I'm assuming you you did practice sessions to where you were like, oh wow, this is real. You know, this is like how how what's happening? <laughs> yeah, it took about three or four years before I actually went professional and I started a website and started uh, seeing actually paying clients and things like that. And then and if fast forward to today, um, I continue to see clients. Um, and then I also go out and do large events as well. Yeah. So how long ago has this been? This all started in 2013. Okay. So just what, nine years already. Okay. So, um, three or four years after that, then you kind of went live and put your face out there. Congratulations. Thank and, you. um, okay. So then when did the gallery reading start out in public in with audiences? You know, I started doing uh, a little bit here and there, a couple, uh, a couple of years, about a couple of years ago. Um, you know, I go out and do small intimate groups, and then um, a gentleman had called me and uh, had me come out to Iowa. And so I went out there and started doing, and that's where I, I really started doing larger events. Okay. And how was that for you? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. You know, it's scary, Jeff. It's scary at first mm -hmm. and when you're out there and you're so vulnerable, but you know what? I have to trust in spirit. I have to. And this, and this process is not even about me. It's not even about me. I am just a messenger. It's about, it's about the audience. It's about the sitters and it's about your loved ones. It's not about me. That's so true. What are some examples where doing the work that we do and you're providing this communication from somebody's father or husband or whomever, and it is so huge that you're just really, you're witnessing this springboard of healing for this person across from you. What are, or do you have a couple stories that just completely stick out and, and can change other people's worlds who are listening to this? Yes. So, you know, every, every session I do, everybody I come into contact with or every reading I do is very, very important. And they're, they're all very precious to me. Mm -hmm. One One's not more important than the other because they're all important because it's your, it's your loved ones. Agreed. Um, but the ones that do stick out, and I don't remember everybody's reading. I call them borrowed thoughts and memories, right? It's true, because, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we do so many readings. But the ones that do stick out, there is, there's a gal that um, I actually had a Zoom reading with. And she lost her whole entire family, tragically, in a, in a, in a car accident. 
her whole family. And as I'm sitting with her on Zoom, she is so profoundly grateful and appreciative that it's it's people like her. It's why we love to do what we do. Yes. It's like you could go through such immense, enormous loss and still smile. It, it's like, Jeff, it's okay to be not okay. Yes. And we need to honor that process and we need to honor ourselves in that grief. There is no timeline for that, mm-hmm. but it's not okay. We just don't want to get stuck there. Right. Not saying it's not going to be hard or mm-hmm. difficult. or you are going to have your moment. It's riding that wave. Yes. And so she, she inspires me. Oh, completely. <clears throat> just losing a loved one can change our lives. I mean, when my father passed it completely, I turned my world upside down. I didn't, that was my first major loss. And I, I can't even imagine that people go through losses like that. There's no one greater than the other because love is love and loss is loss. Um, but here's a woman that's sitting in front of me, grateful for life and appreciative after losing her entire family in one in one moment. Yeah, that's enormous. And 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 you know, Jeff, and it's hard to wrap our minds and brains around on a human level of why this happened. But on the spiritual side or the spiritual level, there's a, there's always a reason or purpose, and we just may not understand that. What do you think that purpose is? Where does that come from? Do you suppose? You know, I th- again on a human level we can't understand it, but on a soul level, on a spiritual level, that's part of their journey. Mm-hmm. And again, we may not consciously understand that, but if we think on a soul journey, soul level, that there is a reason and a purpose. And, I, and, and there's some things I just can't c- explain. I can't give an answer to. I, I just don't know at all. Right. Oh, completely. Yeah. Prior to opening up when you did and moving forward with this newfound purpose in your life, were you already on a spiritual path? Did you already have beliefs, thoughts, or religion, or faith, or or what was that like? So what it was like for me is... I always knew like love was love. Like we're taught and programmed certain things here. And you know what, whatever your religious beliefs are, I, I, I'm not here to change any of that. It doesn't matter what I, what I do know. And what I knew growing up, even though um, the people that in, in, in my life are like, Oh no, you need to do this, this, and this. I just knew everything was about love. Mm-hmm. And now that, that doing this work, it is about love. Oh, it's all about love. And you know, once we cross over, it's love. It's pure love and bliss. Totally. You know, it's, um, it sounds so simple, <laughs> you know, it just because it, it is simple. Yeah. Yeah. It is simple. It, we make it hard. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, just the, the, where we are in our lives, the judgments that we've been programmed with from society, culture, religion, schools, whatever. Right. I mean, it's just, weeding through all of that muck to that simple truth it is and it's simple and it's not that somebody's way is a better way mm-hmm. there's just other there's another way there's uh, there's many paths that lead to the same ocean oh it, you know when i was a little kid my dad he loved the chicago bears i'm not a sporto he was a total sporto and he would always say there's more than one way to chicago <laughs> there's more than one way to chicago and i never really understood but now i'm like oh i so get that reference now right you know right mm-hmm. it's so true 
there are a lot of us that um, I have found in 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 doing these interviews, in being out with the community, meeting people. You know, we 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 find these this instant family within our community, right? And right. and all of our experiences, some are so different, and yet so much the same in the differences that there are. Some of us are almost like, I want to say like self-trained. And when I say self-trained, like uh, more like trained by our, our spirit guides, our um, soul, you know, doing our own work and um, mm -hmm. others, you know, seek out mentors and teachers and all that. Um, within your development uh, in within that first three or four years, are there any right. teachers then that, that, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears? Did you have any experiences like that? My My dad, my father. It was your dad in spirit the whole time. Yep, it was him in spirit. That's beautiful. It, it, all the credit goes. I mean, uh, the credit goes to spirit. It's spirit because they're the one that taught me. Yeah. Okay, I love that. That's what I was trying to clear up. That is really, really phenomenal. Can you tell me more about that? I mean, I'm just so interested in that experience. How did your dad come through and say, you know, okay, this was good. Um, uh, learn, you know, open up a little bit here, or you're seeing this, or how, you like how you really learn to. Um, tune into your clairs, you know, like all of, how do you, how, how, like, this is so fascinating for me. How did you learn all that? The, and those are great questions. And, you know, I don't have an answer for that. It just happened. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, like I had that one guided meditation. It was a, it was a process, even though it happened quickly, things just opened up. And I, I have no other than reading the books, doing the meditations. And I just knew things. I didn't know how I knew them. I just knew them. I love this. And it's as fascinating as it may, may be for you. It's just as fascinating for me. Yeah. Now that you've been doing this for about nine years, what do you think happens when we die? You know, I, you know, I know when we cross over, we shed the, the ego, the fear, the suffering, the pain, and it doesn't matter how we get to the other side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We go to a place of love and bliss. And, um, you know, I think it, you know, it is whatever you believe to be until you to, until you let go of that resistance and it's just surrendering and it's just love it's so unconditional and it's so profound and you know unconditional is such a big word and i think that it's so the true magnitude of it the true truth of that word i think it's really hard for our human minds to really wrap around it for what it mm -hmm. true unconditional, you know, um, no judgment. There's yeah. no judgment. Yeah. It's, it's unconditional love, no judgment. Like, cause we're human. We're still here. We have, we call love, but it may be distorted love. Confused. Mm -hmm. Hurts. We have hurts. We have baggage. We have pains. Yes. We have pain walls. Um, and, and quite frankly, most don't even know how to love themselves. And that's where it starts with self-love. You can't give from an empty cup. You can't give from an empty cup. Ah, perfect. Mm -hmm. Another question that I get often, you've had the experience with people where somebody had passed really recently, like days maybe, that come through that quickly, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have the experience of somebody coming in and say, you know, I lost my best friend, father, three years ago and I've been waiting for a message. I've been seeing mediums and he just hasn't come through. 
Why? What do you think? You know what? It doesn't mean that you don't want it as much. Um, they have an agenda, Jeff. Spirit has an agenda. Again, it's not like that you don't want it. Um, because we certainly all want certain loved ones to come through, right? We do. We just can't make them come through. Mm -hmm. Spirit has an agenda. Mm -hmm. It's not up to us who comes through. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, why hasn't so and so and so and so? It's again, it's not that they're not with you and around you because they certainly are. Hundred percent. It's just coming to my awareness. Yes, and there's always this need that spirit knows that we might not in that moment. Uh, that more often than not is shown through a reading. You know, at the end, you're like, oh, I get it now, you know. Can you relate to any of those readings where at the end, your sitter was just like, oh, now I understand why she came through first. Now I understand why, you know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. And, and you know, they're, they're, they're wanting to know. I mean, I, I've had up to 13 loved ones come through in one setting before. Mm -hmm. It's you like know, it's like a that party bus rolls up and they just like it's, single it's like file. <laughs> right. It's a reunion. Um, and it doesn't mean I feel this is my personal feeling. When you have one or two or three coming through, it's all of them collectively coming through too, as well. It's not individuals like we are here individuals. Yes. Because we're all connected. And they have an agenda. Again, I can't stress that enough. It's not up to us who comes through. Yeah, at the beginning of my readings, I, I do explain that to people, you know, we can't control who comes through. So be prepared for a surprise, you know, and, and it's the surprises that are just really like, aha moments for them, you know, and I, I love that part of it, too. Yes. And, you know, matter of fact, that just happened earlier this afternoon today when I was doing the reading. She's like, oh, my gosh, that's my daughter's best friend. Mm hmm. You know, so and it's it's being open to the process and how the process works and that you could be the messenger or medium as well. You know, I, I you know, I've had it where, you know, I'm sitting with a lady. And she's like, Teresa, I have no idea what you're talking about. What kind of find out it was her neighbor's son. They have an agenda. And believe me, if there's a way for them to come through and pass along a message, they will. Totally. And and that is that is so beautiful, too, when you do have somebody who knows somebody that knows somebody. And here comes this person and they're like wait a minute, that was my neighbor's father's wife, you know? And, yes. and, and I said, and they still live there, right? Yeah. Well, here's your chance to go give them this message because they need them to know, you know, uh, in fact, last week it was, they need them to know that, you know, get back outside and cut some more flowers, bring them in the house. And in that yeah. moment, I am with you, you know? And, and that's exactly what it was. These people, this lady would cut flowers, you know? And she, in her grief, she was neglecting that one special process that she always had. And it was a reminder for her, get out there and cut those flowers because I'm with you, you know, in those moments. Yeah. And yeah, those are just really special. It is. They are. You know, I had a, I was sitting with a, with a lady and uh, her baby passed. It was three months old. Her baby passed. Her baby, her actually her baby was coming through. And, you know, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of frame of reference because the baby's young. Right. But I was seeing, I was being shown what looked like a Mickey mouse bow on the baby's head. It was a black and red polka dot ribbon on, on the baby's head. And she's just, again, it was on zoom and she's just looking at me and she picks up her phone and on the picture on her phone was her baby with this red and red and black polka dot bow. Beautiful. 
It's, it's amazing. It really is amazing. Spirit is amazing. Your loved ones are amazing. Come uh, all the time, you know, and and we get to participate in miracle after miracle after miracle. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we're all wired the same way. You know, whether, you know, you and I are doing it professionally and in front of a bunch of people is is different than, you know, somebody who's not supposed to do that, but they can still connect with their loved ones. You know, they're, they're we're all wired. We're all spiritual beings in this body. And, and we, you know, they come through in so many different ways for us. They do. And you know what? Nobody's greater than anybody else. We all have the ability to connect. And I tell people, you don't need me. You don't need a medium to connect to your loved ones. I understand why you come to a medium, but you don't, you talk to them. They hear you. They know your thoughts. Yes. Thoughts are energy. Totally. Yeah. I I tell people all the time, you know, in fact, I had one a a couple of weeks ago where um, uh, it was her son in spirit and, and, and she was in front of me on the zoom. And he was showing me that she kept going to his picture. Like every time she would talk to him, she'd run to his picture and talk to his picture. And they had a kind of relationship where he was really jokey and teasy, you know, and, and, and he'd be like, ma, you don't have to go to my picture. Every time you talk to me, I hear your thoughts. I hear your words. Talk to me wherever in the car, in the store, you know? And so it was, it was silly and it was fun. So what you just said, yes, is it's beautiful. It is. And they know they're with us. They're with us all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that connection can never be lost or severed. Oh no, absolutely not. Never. You know, and I, I've had people say, Teresa, you know, I, I don't feel them. I don't sense them. I don't, they, they are with you and around you. And sometimes it may be us in the grief process. Again, it's okay. They're good. Mm-hmm. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're not. I think, I think, I think, we can go through a period where the grief and that pain is so overwhelming that we aren't really capable in that moment of recognizing them trying to come through, whether it be, you know, a message with a bird or a song or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, It's, I think that the, I think that, that we all can, I think grief is the worst possible thing that we as human beings are here for you know what and we have to go through it yes mm-hmm. you have to the only way out is through is feel it heal it and go through it will change you mm-hmm. grief will change you 100 percent. but we have a choice we have a choice of how it's going to change us what are we going to do with that what is your advice to people who are in the thick of it get up Get up, keep getting up. You fall down, keep getting up. Get up, get up. They want us happy. Your loved ones want you so happy. You're still here. You're here for a reason and a purpose. You're still here. And we've got to think, you know what? If it was us that was crossed over, would we want our loved ones here not happy? No, we want them happy. And what better way to honor our loved ones? And it's okay Jeff, it's so okay to be upset and hurt and miss them and grieve them. It's okay. It's okay to have both. You can be happy and sad and all of those things. We just don't want to get stuck there. That's how we honor them. Awesome. This is so well said. Um, 
we've been talking for like 30 minutes now and I have had chili bumps for about 26 of those 30 minutes. <laughs> Another question that I get asked often, what is your regular life like? Like when you're in regular, you go to a party with friends, you go to dinners with friends, you're at a a holiday party at a really old, fancy, historic building with history. You know what I'm saying? What is your right. What is your real life like? Do you feel this all the time? Do you get messages here and there? What's that like? Yeah, no, I do feel and it's, I sense. Um, however, I will never ever go up to somebody and invade their their um their a their privacy or their vibration. I will never go up to somebody and go, "Oh my gosh, I have so and so here." I won't do it. I did that in the very very beginning when I was first learning three times and we're really good friends to this day. And the only reason I did it, I thought they were, I thought, I thought spirit was going to kill me. No, <laughs> no, I thought I was going to have a panic attack and I did it. And then I set that boundary with spirit. Like, okay, you know what? I, I will not invade anybody's mm -hmm. unless it is like an absolute one, but it, but they don't, they, 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 they respect that boundary. That's an energetic boundary. And I appreciate that. And completely, I will not Agreed. go up to somebody. I'm the same way. I, I, yeah, I don't want to throw somebody off and and reopen that wound if they aren't really prepared. And absolutely, and you know, it's you know, people come and they're like, Teresa, when when should I come? When should I go to a medium? When's a good time? You know, I hear things that you got to wait for spirit for so long. No, you know what? It's when you're ready. Mm -hmm. It's when you're ready. Spirit's always ready. It's when you're ready. Like what? What do you feel? Do you do you sense energies of old historic places, haunted places? I use that in quotes, by the way. Um, what? How does that work with you? You know what? It's just me shifting my awareness, mm -hmm. Jeff. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'm off today. I'm off. My my, it's off. Off is off. But we're all psychic. We all have the ability. To, you you could walk in a room and go, oh my gosh. You could sense and pick up. I still have all of those. It's as far as I, I, me shifting my awareness to I'm off is I'm like, I'm not doing readings or I'm not going to be, you know, I may sense and feel them, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to give that, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not going to invade somebody's space. Right. Unless the, unless they ask, unless they find out or know that I, what I do, then, then the doors open then. Right now, the paranormal is just everywhere, right? I mean, it's on TV, all the shows, they're, you know, the Hollywoodization of paranormal and all that stuff. When you're out and about, do you experience paranormal in the par paranormal way, like we see on TV? So, okay, so here, that's a great question. And, and I'm love we're talking about that because I want to, uh, you know, demystify this process. And what, what is paranormal? What is a haunting? Well, anything could be haunted. I mean, our thoughts are energy. And um, I feel like that's that's giving people the wrong message of our loved ones because our loved ones are good, well, and safe. And saying that they're stuck or they're stuck here in a home or stuck. No, there's energy that's stuck. There's a memory that's there. Every thought we think still exists. There's experiences that are that are embedded in the walls and in the homes and things like that. But as far as your loved ones, they go to the same place we all come from, and that's a place of love. And nobody's stuck. And it's unfortunate. I mean, this is TV, um, but I'm out there. I want to demystify this. You know, when I hear people talk about souls being stuck, my question is, 
okay, then where are our guards and guides and, and loved ones and God, like, how, how are we lost? At what point did we miss the turn? (laughs) You know, you know, if anybody, if anybody's going to get lost, it's going to be here in human form. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and, and trust me, I know (laughs) I've been there. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, and, and that's why I'm kind of known for the random and quirky things. And I like those things when spirit comes through because a, a it's, it's not generic and it's, it's something that I absolutely would not know. And heck, they know what you ate for breakfast. How are they going to get lost when it's their time to cross over your loved ones when they're, when they're, whether they're here alone in physical and past and spiritual side of life, you got to know their ancestor, their loved ones are here to take their hand in this life and take them off into the next. I see it that way too. I mean, it makes for great stories. Let's be clear. Well, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You know, you just gotta, you, you just gotta giggle and laugh about it, but really it's, it's grief is real and people want to know, what do they want to know? Number one thing, are they good? Are, are they, they okay? okay? Why? Because of what we're taught, mm-hmm. what we see on TV. Especially those who take responsibility for their own passing. Absolutely. And it's very important. It doesn't matter how we get to the other side. It doesn't. We all go to the same place of love. So what do you think we're doing over there? Hey, I think I think their world is not much different than ours, other than they can manifest now. And there's they're, they're, they're not um, in human body. <laughs> they're free. There's freedom. There's so much freedom. I mean, we're free here, too. But we don't have the they don't have the body like we do. Mm hmm. They have their etheric body. Yeah. Yeah. Which we do too. It's just, you know. Well, yes. Yes. But <laughs> connected. You know, I, I'm else. sure you, I, yeah, but I'm sure you've heard of like near death experiences and things like that, where people talk about coming back to their body and it feels heavy because you're in your body, right? We have our etheric body and then we have our physical body. Do you see auras speaking of? I don't normally see auras. No, but I do see loved ones and especially kids. Really? I do, yes. In in regular life or just when you're doing readings? When I'm doing my readings or 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 in regular life, like I'll see or I'll I'll like glance over and then I'll be like, oh God, is that me or is that who is that? <laughs> with your objectively with your physical eyes? No, with my third eye. Like I I'll like like I'll see them. Like I'll see their yep. their etheric body and yep. their features and things like that. Interesting. So you must have a thing for kids. If 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 kids are what you're tuning into. Well, I no, I don't have any kids actually. So I but I do see them more than I do like adults. Mm-hmm. I'll see babies and kids. Oh. Uh do you meditate on the daily? Every day. Every day. Tell me about it. Every day. Love it. Love it. That's like my routine. I mean, there's a couple of days I meet, I miss here and there because life happens. But um, that's my routine is getting up, working out, meditation and reading. Those are my that three. Uh, n- pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Well, if somebody, I'll if, get up, I'll go. if one of our listeners was wondering, you know, I really need to start a new routine. What, you know, how, what can I do? And somebody's, you know, really regulated to structure. Um, that's what you do. You get up and you work out. And... Yep. I get up, I feed my dog, mm-hmm. I work out, uh, I meditate. And then I, I do a, a little bit of reading, even if it's just a, a page or two or a chapter, I do always set the day, t- set the tone for the day. 
And if, if people are like, oh my gosh, you don't have time for this and this, we'll get up earlier. <laughs> we all have 24 hours. <laughs> so, okay. So a lot of people then, okay. So some of our listeners might say, I'm just a terrible meditator. I can't shut my brain off. I can't, I just, I can't do it. Right. The more you say you can't, the more, the more you're going to put that, that on yourself. What I say is when you say I can't do it more, <laughs> but it's starting that, you know, it's just starting, even if it's for five minutes, five minutes. When you do your meditations, do you, do you literally sit there in silence in your own within, or do you listen to like a guided meditation or do you have a little like Zen music going at the same time? I usually do a guided meditation and I also at in the, at, at the end of the evening, I also just sit quietly, just silence. Mm -hmm. You know, I find um, when I got started, it was so much easier for me to have the guided meditation because mm -hmm. I had something to focus on, listen to and go. Right. Um, and that works. And what I found though, the, the more that I meditated, the more, the and then, you know, you do it a little bit longer and a little bit longer and a little bit longer. Um, what I have found though, at like now I do it more without the guided meditation, without the words, without somebody telling me, go here, do here, you know, in, within your mind. And, um, I think it's, a um, like anything, the more we do it, the better we get, the more skilled we get, the more skilled that we get at, at silencing our own ego you know, all those monkey thoughts. I think monkey thoughts always happen. I don't like, they're never like not there for me. <laughs> no, I mean, we, how many thought we did what 60, 80,000 thoughts a day. And it's literally observing that thought that you're going to have uh -huh. thoughts. It's observing it and then letting it go. But meditation is like working out. It's building a muscle. And if you do a guided meditation, I do a guided meditation. Mm -hmm. I'd start there. Mm -hmm even five minutes and it's building that muscle. And then before you know it, you're like, oh my gosh, I need to go meditate because that's my, that's my fuel. That's my self recharging. Yes. Agreed. So Teresa, how can people find you? Where are you on social media, Facebook, Instagram? Yes. I'm on social media my, or through my website. It's uh, firehousemedium.com. Um, I am on Facebook. You can find me on my business page, Teresa Rose firehouse medium. I do go live every Wednesday night at 8 PM central. I do live free readings there. Um, and then I'm, of course I'm on TikTok, Instagram. TikTok is newer for me. So I only just got a few videos up there. Um, and then YouTube, I have reading clips on YouTube too, as well. So when you say you go live at 8 PM on Wednesdays and it's live on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, uh, it's live on Facebook and YouTube. Got it. Okay. So I, I go live every Wednesday, 8 PM central time on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Do you have any last words of wisdom for those listening? Do you have words for those that are just so caught in that terrifying grief? And then words for those who are opening up to their own spiritual senses. Okay. For, for, to answer your first question, and you know what? Grief can be a very lonely, dark road. And it, and if, and, it could be a lonely road as in like you're doing it, you're doing it alone, right? It's what it feels like. But know that your loved ones are with you and around you. And this is why we do what we do, Jeff, is to bring that evidence and validation. Yes, they are with you and around you. They want you happy. But give yourself permission to grieve. You have to grieve. That's human. 
Good to know you're human. You have to grieve. You have to go through it. And it's, again, I'll say it again. It's okay not to be okay. But we just don't want to get stuck there, Jeff. Completely. So to the listeners, I would say, you know, do what you have to do to get up. Get up. You're still here. You're still here for a reason and a purpose. Beautiful. And for those that are opening up to, to this to this work, is that what your question yeah, is? Yeah, they're starting to recognize there's they're more than what they once believed. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that great? Yes. Because we're always magical. We're, we're always learning and growing and evolving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always, always. And whether you 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 know you're taught one way and then now you're opening up to something else in a new way. But really at the end of the day, everything is about love, 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 love. Love is all love heals all. Amen. And always, always follow your heart, your gut, your passions, your dreams. Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Get up. You're amazing. Thank you so much for being here. I'm just so inspired by you in this 45 minutes. Like, I, I can't wait to put this together and, and listen to it again and again and again. <laughs> thank you, Jeff. No, it's it's been an honor. It's a blessing. And thank you. Thank you for reaching out again. I, I'm just so, so grateful and appreciative. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Namaste.